Oh, wow. Wow. What did she teach? Uh, she, te- uh, she teaches piano. She did teach choral director, but now she teaches piano specifically. Okay. Classical, is it? Uh, it is classical, yes. She, yeah. she does I still teach classical piano. You do? I did. Oh, <laughs> what's your favorite, who's your favorite composer? Oh, you know what? I love Chopin. I love his piano pieces. I love uh, them. <laughs> yes. Michael, do you like piano? Uh, I like classic music, uh, but I'm uh, I'm what you call a uh, a modern hippie. I like a lot of classic rock. <laughs> <laughs> you can't go wrong with classic rock. No, nope. yeah. Nope. I grew up, uh, Amy, I grew up with uh, with hippies. Actually, uh, my mother was uh, you know uh, grew up in the uh, in in the late fifties, early sixties, and she got into the Janis Joplin and you know the uh, uh, the classic rock from uh, you know from. From, from the UK and everything else when that became very popular in the States back then. So, oh, wow. yeah. So Amy, we're going to kick it off here. I'm going to introduce the listeners to you. Savage Unfiltered. Show today. Uh, welcome to Savage Unfiltered uh, with Michael Gardner. Uh, the co-host today joining us is uh, Sas Latimason. Always a privilege and an honor having you on the show, Sas. Hey, uh, Sas. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, hey, you're I'm, fired up. Oh, I'm fired up. Oh no, you, you know why I'm fired up? It's because we have a very special guest. Her name is Amy Sinha from all the way across the pond to Wales. In, or Wales, which is about six and a half hours away from here, and she yeah, you're a little tired. About, about, yeah. What's that? I said you're fired up, but uh, I'm going to kick us yes. off here because uh, yeah, you're 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 ready to start it, guys. Uh, this is Amy Sinha joining us from Wales, United Kingdom. Now, folks, Amy is a is a British uh, Asian vocalist, a songwriter, and a voiceover, as well as an entrepreneur. Uh, welcome to the show, Amy. How are you doing, ma'am? Hi, thank you for having me. I'm doing very well. How are you guys? Doing pretty good. Good to hear. <laughs> so, all right. All right, Amy. Um, I had a question here. Uh, I wanted to get into some of your uh, your passions here. I noticed that you're an entrepreneur uh, as well as a vocalist, mm-hmm. and you're a songwriter as well, too. Uh, you know, just what what made you, uh, you know, go to that point? of that passion what led you to that passion was it early roots in childhood or was it just you know something that was developed over time the music yeah absolutely it was right from when I was young I have a musical family so we're all singing like every time we had car journeys and um, yeah I just started really young and I just just remember music always being in the family we used to have I don't know okay show my age right now <laughs> we used to have like LPs and the record player and um just, just buy different LPs and um different and because I have two older sisters so I used to listen to different types of music like they were into rock I know you were just saying earlier that how much you love classic rock so they were into rock and it kind of got me into that as well as well as jazz and like pop music and R&B and yeah just I just remember it I just remember all different types of music growing up yeah tremendous uh you know Sash you could join us in the conversation buddy you don't have to be shy oh no, you're good <laughs> hey 
So I think we also talked about this in the green room as well. Who's your favorite uh, composer that you would have to, like your top three composers, who's, who are there? It would have to be Chopin, Beethoven, and Tchaikovsky. Tchaikovsky. And where did you go to school for music? Did you go to school for music? or? I did. I went to a music college. It was Leeds College of Music, which is up north. <laughs> Those of you who don't know, it's in England. Um, but it was, at the time, it was one of the best colleges to study jazz. Uh, and it was an amazing experience. Wow, that's cool. Now, and what made you start writing a book? Like, what made you start being an author? Were you always an author? Did you always want to write? Or did you always want to, like, do music? Which one came first? So, I haven't written a book. Not yet? <laughs> no, I've written songs. Oh, okay. <laughs> a book, yeah. When did you start writing songs? So, I started writing songs, gosh, about 10 years ago. Um, I actually used to write poetry, when I was younger, and I think it started from there. I used to love rhyming, <laughs> um, rhyming poetry, and I think the the maybe the songs came from that because I guess songs have to rhyme, otherwise it doesn't really quite work. <laughs> yeah, it almost sounds like a um, uh, like a like jingles. Uh, yeah, have you ever got into that uh, type of concept? You know, jingles. I don't know if you're familiar yeah. with that term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I haven't. I haven't done any jingles. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, uh, you know, um, Amy, I want to get into some of your, uh, your your songs here. I noticed that you're a songwriter, uh, which is which is phenomenal. I, I love songs, and I, I love talking to people that have multiple different types of passions, such as yourself. You know, you're into books, you're into film, you're into religion. Uh, I noticed there's a little slight uh, politics involved. I think everybody has some type of po a political uh, you know, passion, whatever it is. But I want to get into, uh, you know, some of your, your albums. I noticed that you had debuted in an album uh, back in 2012 called A Sin with a, with a, is that a look or a, a with sin love? With a sin with love. love. Yes, yeah. ma'am. Yeah. Yeah, you want to get into that? Oh, what's the meaning behind that album? Okay, so I don't know if you kind of noticed the title, A Sin With Love. So it's kind of play on my name. So A, Amy, Sin, Sin Her, <laughs> and so With Love. And that actually came about because, well, I used to go to jazz bars a lot and um, <laughs> this bartender thought that he would um, kind of name a cocktail after me. So he said, A oh, Sin So Sweet. So it kind of came from that. I was like, oh, that'd be kind of, you know kind of good for an album <laughs> but um yeah so those songs are kind of um I used to be into Facebook a lot if this was back in the day I think it just started out and I was kind of obsessed and I was kind of updating my status probably about four or five times a day which now I barely do it once a week um so they were just like thoughts from my head that I would write on Facebook um and and i guess if you go through the songs they're kind of unique um probably not everyone's cup of tea but they were just like thoughts from my head and thought that like literally that's how the song titles came about and yeah <laughs> yeah yeah you know uh you know this 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 album that you came out with uh amy uh, a sin with love um you know sauce if if if, if you're not if you're not familiar with this uh this actually uh, had a new york label on it no way. Which, well, no, very no, it didn't. No, that oh, was the next single that I put out. <laughs> oh, what was the next single? 
That was oh. the next single. So, but you're kind of close. But what happened was when I put that I'm album. I'm so sorry, on, I got him confused. There. Sorry about that. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. Well, so when that album came out, it kind of um, because I had it out on the internet. So this uh, guy called Ronald Lashley, he was a musician. Uh, he was based in New York, and he started a record label. And he actually then we collaborated on a few singles. Um, yeah, so that's how that happened. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. What's your so back to poetry? What was your favorite poetry that you wrote, and why is it why is it your favorite? Does it have a certain meaning to you? Oh gosh, um, you're putting Amy on the spot there, Sauce. <laughs> <laughs> you are. No, it's good. Um, well, I, the thing with my poetry, what happened was, um, so I kind of used to give myself a challenge. So I used to come up with a theme and then I used to write poetry based on the theme. So just to prove that I could write yeah. <laughs> um, poetry. Um, I did actually had this really quirky poem, actually. No, I did come up with them. Um, it was one based on my experience. So I was going out with a lot of guys I met from the jazz clubs and um, doesn't really make me sound very good I know but um, <laughs> there was this kind of there was this one guy that um, I was going out with and I had a poem based on him and I decided yeah. recently just to say it in an American accent and I think it went down really well actually because he wasn't American don't get me wrong but I thought it sounded really cool <laughs> you know Amy you know what stays at a jazz club stays at a jazz club or let me rephrase that in American terminology <laughs> what happened at a jazz club stays at a jazz club, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was yeah. a lot of Americans that I've met over the years. Okay, so before we continue on to the other subjects and stuff, who is your favorite poet and how did they influence you? My favorite poet? Um, okay, can I be honest? <laughs> I'm yes. not okay, I'm not really into poetry that much. So, <laughs> like like you you'd think you know like Keats and Shelley and um kind of like your original poetry yeah. I mean I had to study them in school but I wasn't really a poetry type person um I like um my kind of poem <laughs> yeah. the, the poems that I come out with I kind of like that but I, I kind of I mean I used to go to poetry events but I'm not. I'm not really in, into poems. More like poems that turned into music. And yeah. Hey guys, if you're looking for a steak, I know it's hard to find steak, right? You know, a lot of restaurants that just overcooked, undercooked, just not to your taste buds, right? You want that juicy steak? Look no further than Omaha Steak. I love them, guys. Love them. If I didn't love them, why wouldn't I be promoting them on the podcast today? Go over to Omaha Steaks, okay? They are phenomenal, guys. The juiciest steak you'll ever taste in your life, okay? A lot of people are like, well, how does it get delivered to your house? You know, with gnats and bugs going to get into it. it. No, no, no. It's not, you don't have to worry about all that. It is in a sealed perishable bag. Deliver it to your house. So you don't have to worry about the gnats and the bugs get into it. It's fresh from the time they ship it from their distribution center to the time it arrives at your house. The juiciest steak you'll ever have in your life, guys. 
Check them out today. Omaha Steaks. Yeah, well, they do kind of everything. So what you just said, they do commercials. Um, they do like animation. So I've done animation. I do kids voices. So I have to play like an eight year old girl or like a, a three or four year old child. Um, like corporate. So you get those videos that they play in those um, corporate meetings. Um, I think I did something for Kellogg, Kellogg corporate um, explainer videos. So, and they also, I've also done uh, videos yeah. for explainer videos. So, you know, you put on your website um, explaining what your business actually does. So, and voicemail, I've done international voicemail uh, for actually a few American companies. So voiceovers do everything you wouldn't think that they do that you wouldn't like i don't know if you have you i know you've got, got master chef usa over there so yeah yeah you i'm i'm saying you you have worked with uh master chef if you hear the narration that they do over that so that's a voiceover I get the concept. I get the concept. So, you know, with this voiceover, um, you know, passion that you, you know, subtly developed, you know, through the pandemic and everything, uh, yeah. did did you ever think in your wildest dreams, Amy, that that it would lead to this this voiceover or was more of, you know, your 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 songwriting and your books more of your passion? Yeah, no, I never thought it was. I never thought that get such a good response. Uh, and I think if the pandemic hadn't happened, I don't think I would have had that that response. Um, and I think just reaching out to different countries like America, where they really appreciate the British accent. So thank you all so much. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, you're very welcome. You have a lot of people that, you know, you have a lot of people that love British accent, especially um, if you have an Apple product, I have a British accent on my Apple product. You know, when you say, hey, Siri. <gasps> Yeah, so I have a British accent. So I'm a person that loves British accent because there's something in it that like a lot of people like, and we want to say thank you on your behalf of America, right, Michael? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I could say the same thing, Amy. You know, we, um, you know, on my GPS on my car, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I have the uh, the Siri, but you know, uh, it's it's all it's all in British. You know, it's it's you know. No way, really? Yeah. yeah. Tone left on the on the quarter, you know. Like I, I love that <laughs> accent. You know, I mean, I'm sorry at your bad impersonation, but you know, I, I just I don't know. It's the accent, you know. And especially, you know, I live in you know in in the uh, Sunshine State here of Florida, and uh, you know we're actually in our tourist season right now. We're 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 just so grateful for our our uh, our British visitors and tourists that are coming in, especially in our theme parks, you know. Disney and Universal and stuff. And it's it's tremendous seeing the different backgrounds, whether they're from Wales, you know, in other parts of the country, United Kingdom, England, Ireland, all over the place. And um it, it's just it's just remarkable some of the some of the background that you, you see coming in. Do you get a lot of Welsh people there? Welsh, uh, you know, I I happen to, you know, believe it or not, Amy, I happen to run into a gentleman from uh uh, from from Wales, actually, you know that that was Welsh. Yes, uh, believe it or not, last week in Starbucks, and he's never been to Starbucks ever before in his life, and he's looking at me, and you know, obviously his English was a little broken, you know, um, 
I could understand a little bit of him, you know, what he was saying. Yeah. But uh, mm-hmm. he was, you know, he was trying to come up to me and, and, and saying, you know, what is a grande? You know, and I said, well, that's that's the sizes they use here at Starbucks. And he, he didn't know what a grande was, you know, because the lady was asking him what size, you know, you want for your coffee. And he was just like blown away. You know, he he, he didn't understand that, you know, the terminology. Did you find out which part of Wales? Because um, we have Starbucks here. So <laughs> which part of Wales he actually lives in? I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know what part. I mean, the conversation was only like like less than a minute. He was just asking, you know, for for you know, for just guidance and stuff like that. So he could have been from the North or the South or, you know, it, I didn't really get a, you know, to talk to him that long. Mm-hmm. So but, Amy, quick question. So our last, so is Newell's N-E-W-E-L-L. Is that a very common name in Wales? What? Uh, Newell's. So the only reason why I ask is because my first, so I was adopted from Russia uh, the first time, yeah. and I was adopted to, uh, to a family from England, and okay. uh, and so they had their last name as Newell N E W E L L. And last time uh, I checked, Newell. yeah, Newell is that a common name in Wales? Last name? No, no, that's no. not Newell. Uh, Newell. Newell. No. Newell. No, uh, because they were. The only reason I ask is because Steve was. He said that he lived in Wales, England, and he ended up Them. <laughs> yeah so before we can so what was it like during COVID? like what was the government like during covid because did you guys have like i when i read in the news and stuff british had like britain had like very strict guidelines and they had like really like really tighter than america's and stuff what was it like yeah it wasn't very good as in like we were really strict um we couldn't go out for was it three three months only for like an hour hard uh, but I think it was necessary to to bring everything to bring the death toll down I mean I know a lot of people don't believe in COVID and think it was just a government plot to keep us under control but the fact that so many people died and uh, just I think just proves that you know, it actually was real and the fact the vaccine actually helped us get back to normal I mean it still hasn't disappeared anywhere I mean COVID I know it's still with you guys in America it's still spreading so, I mean, I think we needed to go through what happened. But a lot of good things happened because, you know, it made things like this, where international work become smaller because of this whole uh, networking online and, you know, made, made things easier. I think with, I know you didn't really ask me that, but uh, I, I think there's a lot of good things that happened during COVID. Um, but obviously a lot of people died and, and um during COVID, I, I did turn a certain age. Different people and talking to different people yeah. and everything. And, uh, you know, uh, on this show, Wait. Amy, we, we, we get some of the, you know, the best, you know, in podcasting and, you know, talk radio and, you know, just about everything. I mean, I've had just about everything on my show, whether they're comedians, uh, you know, uh, voiceovers such as yourself, uh, young and, you know, uh, uh, you know, regular I mean, just about everybody. So, you know, as we close it out here, Amy, is there anything else you want to tell the listeners, you know, where they can possibly find some of your work, uh, some of your, your albums? 
Yeah. Oh, well, you just have to type my name in, Amy Sinha, S-I-N-H-A, into like Spotify or iTunes and everything. All the music that I've done will come up. Just find me online, um, Amy Sinha Voice, um, literally on every social media that you can think of, I think, unless there's other social media that I don't know. I'm not on Snapchat, I have to be honest, but um, I think everything apart from that. (laughs) close it out here uh it's been a true honor having you on to today's show uh and uh thank you so much yeah (laughs) so thank you all right thanks a lot